0: Welcome to the show. Listen with the ears, understand with your hearts. Namaste, bitches. It's I to the R to the E to the N to the E, baby. A multifaceted perception of reality. Like the kookaburra sits in the old gum tree. Lab, kookaburra, laugh. the treasure, then laughter is the key, so sit back and relax and enjoy some good old fashioned comedy, alright now, let's learn to love ourselves, and love each other, and have have fun while we're at it, have fun while we're at it, have fun while we're at it, yeah, while we're at it, thanks for joining me, myself, and Irene, let's start the show. Five, four, three, two, one, zero, all engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. And welcome back to me, myself, and Irene. I'm your host, Irene Pappas, wishing you positive vibes and love and light as always. Buckle up, babies. It's going to be a bumpy ride. According to American astronomer Carl Sagan, in a cosmic perspective, most human concerns seem insignificant, even petty. I feel this way a lot when I'm watching the news or scrolling through social media, just the insignificance of what's being put out there and what we're worried about, what we're concerned about, what we're thinking about, what I'm thinking about, which is most likely what I'm gonna eat next. But in a world with so many possibilities, aren't you tired of being petty? I know I am. So come with me, myself and Irene, and come get lost in space and explore the unexplored. Whoa! Welcome to space, man! Welcome to, like out of this world traveling man where you don't need a passport bro you need a human port son i don't even know what the hell that means oh geez all right thanks for tuning on in um i really want to talk about today um uh, just because i scroll on on social media and 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 i watch the news uh, for about as long as I can possibly take it, which is probably up to about 20 minutes uh, before they start repeating themselves. And uh, I, I can't... I mean, I repeat myself a lot, too, so it takes one to know one, and I just... I can't I can't watch things over on loop like that because it, it just... It, it's just, like... It's not healthy. It, it's not healthy because the, the things being shared right now and the things being highlighted right now, I, I just hardly to me are news you know and I think we need to focus more on the things that matter the most and I mean I'm just speaking from my own kind of wanting desire to want to do this in my own life as well so you know of course you want to be this be the change you see in the world you know as Gandhi says and that mean like you know I want to live my life where I'm able to weed out the things that are unnecessary and, and and kind of get over the petty and and move on from it and see, like, a bigger picture. And I feel like we should do that with our society and what we're sharing with one another as well, you know? And, and listen, I'm not sitting on no high horse here, but I'm just saying, you know, we we have an important thing happening right now, and I barely hear anybody talking about it i barely hear it being talked about on the news and if it is it's very very minimal and it's just thrown in there you know because i think we're really missing out here on a huge huge thing that's going on i mean we have i talked about this in in my one podcast back in my first season and i had my dad tony on, and we talked about it a little tony peon yeah tony peon yeah yeah good old tony peon you know he, every now and then, you know, you got to pee on them a little bit. It keeps them young. It keeps them young. It keeps the wrinkles away. You know, a little pee a day keeps the wrinkles away. You know, Tony totally peon. on. You know, I had him on there and we talked about it. And um, the Perseverance rover launched on July 30th, 2020 and left the Earth and successfully landed on Mars on February 18th, 2021. And uh, this is huge, huge, huge news because not only did the rover safely land, but they were on board was a helicopter, um, the size of a tissue box, they say. And I'm thinking, which tissue box? You know, Are we talking like the old school Kleenex box that my Yaya had? you know, in every room? Are we talking about the cute little square boxes now that have, you know, all the decorations on it? They got cute little sayings on it. You know, they're perfect for people like me who really don't want to decorate. So you could just buy stuff like that, and it kind of amps up the room a little bit. It gives it a little something, something. So, I mean, what do we got here? What are we talking about? Are we talking about a Kleenex box? You know, are we talking about uh, maybe even a little pocket tissue box with a little plastic around it? You know, what are we talking about here? But it's only four pounds, and uh, it was able to take the first pictures and the first aerial views of another planet, okay? And if this sounds like mumble-jumble to you, because when, when I read about this stuff or watch videos about this stuff, I literally have to watch it a couple times because it goes over my head so badly. I mean, we're talking about some really high... High intelligence here, you know? And uh, I'm just high. So, uh, you know, it takes me a couple times. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying there's a tiny helicopter that takes video and pictures, lifts itself off the air, into the air, and takes aerial pictures. Okay? So it's a flying helicopter, which then sends... Messages and video and audio and pictures back to the Perseverance rover, who then sends it to the orbiters, who then sends it to Earth or something like this. Okay, this is the explanation I kind of understand. So obviously, one goes back to the other and goes, you know, feeds the information back like an intergalactic game of telephone. Here it's just unbelievable what's going on. And not to mention, there's not one human being. There is not one human being on Mars right now. And maybe that's not, maybe that's why there's not a lot of, maybe because it's not, the risk isn't there. There isn't some crazy, you know, human risk involved because you know that if there was and when there will be the first man and woman to go to Mars, I can only hope only hope and wish that as a world and as a society and as as a person and a human being of this world, we would take the time to watch it happen like they did in the 60s. You know, it was a televised event. 45 million people in the 60s watched as the mercury took off. And it was something we did together. You know? And I know that shared screens aren't really a thing anymore. You know, we all have our own iPhones, iPads, you know, Androids if you're broke or whatever ghetto other shit you have. You know, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I'm just saying I'm more likely to answer your text messages if they're in a blue bubble. It's just my generation. I'm sorry, I'm an iPhone user, I'm an I I love I use a Mac to record on. I have Mac. I have iPhone. I love my. I, I just always been behind Apple products. Like I love Apple products. So you know. My mom has an Android. I tried to get her over to the iPhone side. She just won't do it. I'm just like. Come on man. We could FaceTime. It's just so much easier. Everything's so much more compatible. You know I love the compatibility of Apple. Uh, so I'm always going to be for Apple. And the uh, The Rover is an apple product as well as the ingenuity so i mean come on it's 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 obvious it's obvious that's not true that is not a fact don't quote me on that one that's what we call humor humor so yeah i know we don't have we're not we don't really sit around and watch one screen anymore you know We all have our own devices. We all have our own screens. So if I could only hope for one thing, is that we get together and watch the very first human uh, exploration to Mars together like a world, like they did in the 60s, and it not be ignored. I really hope it's not ignored. Because, you know what, just because right now there's no humans, there's computers made by humans Made by years of hard work and curiosity and tenacity and intelligence and failures and 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 uh, you know, well, I'm just I get hooked on failures because I'm like that. I hear you're a failure, you fucking bitch, you are failing right now, failure, big F on your fucking forehead, you fucking failure, F F fucking failure. Just so you guys know how absolutely horrible I am to myself in my head. Um, So anyone out there wanting to browbeat me or tell me how horrible I am, go ahead and tell me because it's not something I haven't told myself before. But there really is computers made by humans, tested, just theories and all of their hard work is in action right now. And not only are we not talking about it, but I just I feel like it's not as appreciated as it should be, you know, a, 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 something on YouTube of a guy, you know, fucking a snake or something. I don't even know if that's physically possible, but uh, if if it's got if it's got a hole, he's going to try to fuck it. So it could really be anything. You know, it could be a straw like guy tries to fuck his McDonald's straw. Because they didn't have any more red McMuffins. You know, who knows? Like, this is the thing that people click on and watch. And I'm no stranger to these things either. I fall trapped to them either because it is at our fingertips. We could easily be entertained and laugh at somebody else's horror. Okay, but what I'm saying is, can we just have a little balance? Can we laugh at that shit and also be in awe of the absolutely amazing things that are happening right now? Do you know that you could go on to NASA, uh, their website? You when the Perseverance rover was in route, you could actually be tracking and seeing how fast it was going, you know, where it was, how many more days and hours and seconds till it got there. You could have tracked that now that it's there, okay, within days of being there, the Perseverance rover sent back audio, first audio files um, from Mars. You know, that is just, to me, insanity, insanity. Now, I don't know if they were the very first, but they were the first from the Perseverance, so I'm not completely sure on that, but I do know that they sent back sounds of wind sounds of the rover like just driving over shit yo it's insane you you could actually listen to these things with the click of your finger you could go on the website and also like record yourself saying something and it'll show you what it would sound like if you were on mars okay that's insanity so of course i did it you know this just some dumb shit, too. I was like, okay, let me see this. All right, click. Secretly, I was super nervous, too, because, I mean, aliens, right? So I'm like, okay, what am I going to say? I want to sound dumb. What is my first thing. It's our first communication. So I just said, hi, I'm on Mars. <laughs> and it just sounds like, hi, hey, I'm on Mars because there would be no there there's just no reason for me to speak on Mars because the high pitched voices just get cut out it's mostly low tones and it's real muffled and it's real just like sound takes a little bit longer to get to you as well so i would just have to be a mute on Mars because you probably wouldn't even hear me it'd be like I'm on mars i am on mars but just the fact that you could do that uh, I think it's pretty dang incredible. Uh, show your kids this shit, you know, and, and sh- share this stuff and share it with somebody that you think might think it's cool. Because if we're not enjoying the fruits of the Internet and the fruits of the technology that are at our fingertips, like, then why the hell do we have it? You know, it's not just to send each other nudes and attack each other behind the computer screen, you know, and, and be trolls. You know, let's use the internet for something positive, some positivity. You know what <laughs> I'm. But actually, um, while the rover's been there since February, the ingenuity, so the small helicopter on board, uh, was able to have its three it's three out of five i think on its runs it ted it has it's a 30-day helicopter so i think they have a certain amount of time to get these runs in and i think three of five are completed and they've been successful thus far so at 4 31 a.m our time was 12 33 p.m local mars time and uh which is pretty insane you know what i mean I think I want to just start going by Mars time. You know? Well, it's it's 5 o'clock. It's 5 o'clock here, but it's 1 o'clock Mars time. (laughs) Just sounds cool, right? How do they fucking know what time it is? That's how dumb I am. I can't even... Like, it can't even register in my brain how they collect that data, let alone the actual data, you know? Holy shit. How the hell do they know what time it is on Mars? I, If I didn't have my iPhone, I wouldn't even know what time it was here. It's unbelievable to me. So they know the time this helicopter is flying around. At 12.33 p.m. on its afternoon flight. Afternoon flight. And you know what? It captured audio and video. Well, maybe this thing, I think, captured uh, video and pictures and and sent it back to the rover. So if you head over to the website, they're right on the website. It's nasa.gov. And they have uh, the... A video on there. It's in NASA's Ingenuity Mars Helicopter Log's second successful flight. And you can actually watch the video of So you can watch the video footage from Ingenuity and you can watch it also from the Perseverance Rover's perspective and the cameras they have on the actual spaceship that's on the ground there. And uh, it's actually amazing because you watch this little teeny tiny helicopter lift up and you could barely even see it. You know, it's a small little drone kind of looking thing. It's very tiny. Um, so I'm going to go with, you know, a baby between the Kleenex box and the square box. You know, so a little, you know, a new tissue box. You know, the ingenuity tissue box, we'll call it now. And that little thing just lifts up and it flies away and you're just staring at Mars you're staring at another planet you're watching you're watching live feed of another planet i think it's incredible and not only is it incredible it's incredibly scary because the paranoid part of myself is like kind of hoping to see an alien and really scared that I'm going to manifest it and it's going to like jump up and on the screen you know just catch it like walking home from work like kicking the dirt pissed off about its life and shit Beep beep I don't know why he's a robot alien but he is yeah, that's why he's he's casted out. No, they don't even make the robot aliens anymore, so he's like the cast out of the way, he's the castaway. He's all pissed about his life and his job. He's kicking the rocks. And then all of a sudden he like catches eyes with the rover and just destroys it with two laser beams out of its eyes. And then, you know, that's the last thing you see and then pff, just explodes and the camera stops and it's just white noise like the shit that came up on the screen in the poltergeist yeah that's some scary shit that's some scary shit could happen you never know <laughs> but the point is is that if it did happen we would capture it because we have computers and photographs and and cameras and shit and microphones on Mars right now so and listen their whole uh their whole goal, on this, uh, and on this, because I think there's two other. I think I heard because I've been listening to the pod, a podcast. Um, Gravity Assist is one of the podcasts, and uh, also NASA has one, which is called NASA's Curious Universe. And uh, so between those, you can kind of get some information on all this. And I think there actually is two robots actively still on the surface of Mars that are still sending information back, uh, but in different ways. This one, there's one, the Curiosity Rover and and the Insightful Lander. Cool, right? Curiosity Rover and Insightful Lander. You know, to pick the names of these things, they have, like, competitions and stuff like that. That's how I found out the Perseverance was chosen um, out of a, a competition. It was it was a, a boy, a young guy out of uh, some state in the middle of America, I think. Middle America, now it's a tragedy. Now it's so sad to see ab- ab- it. Ab- and ab- and ab- I can't do Eminem, dude. Can't do Eminem. You want to know what? I tried to do Eminem once in the carry in a karaoke time, in my karaoke days. When I was the karaoke queen. And that's just what I call myself around the house, you know, and when I'm out and about. I'm like, yeah, party of one, karaoke queen. Uh I couldn't do Eminem. As much as I love throwing on old school Eminem and when I wanna get pumped and I wanna feel good. Uh, And I want to feel like rage. I'll throw that shit on. Uh, But karaoke-wise, I can't mimic his breath movements, man. He doesn't breathe. The guy is a fish. He must breathe through gills. Because he doesn't breathe. He doesn't come up for air. What he does is insanity. And uh, for that, you know, he's got my respect. So I can't even try to rap his shit. I'm out of breath just trying to fucking talk about it right now. But, yeah, so they pick the names of these things and they have, which I think is kind of cool, right? It kind of involves everybody and you kind of just, because you never know what cool things somebody random might like throw in there. You know, I might throw in something random like, um, like I would probably call it the Red Rover, the Red Rover, the Rover, the Red Rover, Rover. Red Rover, Red Rover, will take pictures of Mars. Red Rover, Red Rover, or you'll end up under my bars. <laughs> Horrible. I can't say they're all winners, guys. Can't say they're all winners. But, uh, yeah, so the Perseverance is there right now um, to have the... Uh, Ingenuity, fly around, have its five out of five turns, uh, has it have its flight. And also to collect alien fossils. All right. They're on a hunting for alien fossils over right now. That's the Perseverance main goal. Uh, and to bring them back to Earth. So, so this rover will collect all of this information and then send it back to Earth, which is... Uh, which is something that they've been um, trying to work on for years, and it's finally coming into fruition. It's actually going to take a decade. It's going to take almost 10 years. So uh, probably in 2031 uh, will be the first time samples from Mars, from the red planet, will be sent back to Earth. And it's the plan itself is known as Mars Sample Return. So they really went out of their way there, to uh, make it sound very scientific. So the Mars sample return, uh, which is uh, just right next to the video drop at Blockbuster. And uh, so but it's actually uh, it's actually pretty crazy. So it's in 10 years uh, in a decade, hopefully these these uh, samples will be coming back to Earth. And uh, it, it sounds like a long time, but you know when you're doing shit, on Mars I mean shit takes time you know so it's pretty interesting though because um, this will be the first time ever that this if, if this is successful this will be the first time ever that this is this has happened and they will get to know a lot of of information um, about the history of Mars with the fo- they're hoping to find some kind of life form to prove that there was life on Mars and also to furthermore human Uh, exploration on Mars because I know that they sent certain materials for astronaut suits with them on the Perseverance to test, you know, the atmosphere and to test the pressures and stuff like that. So they're really pushing the limits to push ourselves towards human travel to Mars. And I mean, if you watch anything on netflix or hulu or anything like that right now there is a lot of space movies a lot of space shows out right now that do include going to mars and the first humans the first man and woman going to mars i think this is like something that we're definitely definitely gonna see i mean hopefully i see it in my lifetime I don't really know how long these things take. I know it could take a while because it's going to take 10 years to even get the rock samples back. So I know we're probably a little bit of ways away from that. But if it isn't in my time, I really hope as a society we appreciate that. And even let's appreciate and celebrate when those rocks come back because. You know, that could prove to be some really, really interesting information. We might find out some crazy shit, which would be cool, right? What if we found out there was life on Mars, you know? It was just people living there at one point, but, like, with really muffled voices, you know? They were just like, hey, what's up? How are you doing? Oh, yes, I know. Just another day. Just another day. Oh, my God. Did you see the new Martian? Did you see the new Martian? Yeah, did you see the new guy from Earth? Yeah, he's fat. <laughs> I don't even know. But like, it could be very, very interesting to find out that there's life on Mars. Because I mean, you think about it. I think about it sometimes. Do are we the only, you know, living uh, beings? Um, in the universe? I mean, could that be possible? I just don't think so, right? You know, I don't know. And then how they talk about how we're made up of stardust. We're made up of certain components that are found in space matter. I mean, that that's cool to me. That's cool to me. Um, you know, it makes me kind of feel like um, a part of the universe. You know, it makes me feel like I have a purpose. It makes me feel like I'm a part of something, you know, because I'm definitely not a part of humanity right now. Like I said, everything is making me feel like I want to push away from people and and push away, And, and now I look to the stars, and I'm like, oh, all right, we were all beautiful at one point. I guess we'll be beautiful again at another. Anyway, kids, that's my time. I'm not going to talk your ear off too much about this shit because, like I said, I'm not really knowing a lot about these things. But I just think it's very, very interesting, something definitely noteworthy and something definitely worth appreciating and uh, to be valued. So to all the people at NASA, Jim Green, uh, I believe he's really high up there in NASA. I hear his name dropped all the time on the podcast. Um, thank you so much for your brilliant minds. Thank you for all of your hard work, your constant Curiosity and your constant fearlessness. I mean, those are things I work on every day in my own life. So to see human beings using their existence for something more than themselves, for something that will last forever, and for just exploring the unexplored is just to me something I'm super grateful for and very thankful for those people that are out there doing that. Thank you for being so fucking smart. I really appreciate it. I wish I could just have just a tad bit of that smartness just so I could uh, straighten my act up a little bit, but I guess we're all on our own journey here. And um, I just want to say also, again, thank you so much for listening. And thank you for taking the time out for listening to your girl, me, myself, and I rain. If you're liking what you're hearing, please like, comment, subscribe. We are also available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. I appreciate your love and support. I wish you a wonderful day. Keep it positive. Keep it true, keep it you. Never stop dreaming. Namaste, bitches. The nitrogen in our DNA, the calcium in our teeth, the iron in our blood, the carbon in our apple pies, were made in the interiors of collapsing stars. We are made of star stuff. Thanks, Carl Segan. That's one small step for man. I Base here, the Eagle has landed.